you are Locked On A's. Your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. Thank you, Amelia, and how's it going, A's fans? Welcome to episode 252 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and on today's show, I'm going over the A's win over the Tigers last night, and then I'm giving you the three starters for the Tigers coming up tonight, tomorrow, and on Sunday. Uh, I've got some interesting takes on these guys and what I think they need to do tonight against Jose Urania to set them up for success on Saturday and Sunday. So uh, that's what we got coming up for you guys today. Before I get going, though, I do want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me on Saturday. That is tomorrow, folks, to get in on the action. Locker Room changing the way that we talk about sports. And also make sure to follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter and in the aforementioned Locker Room app. And if you have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So let's go over the A's win over the Tigers real quick. The A's won this one 8-4. It was their fifth win in a row. They are now 6-7 on the season. One more win. A win tonight gets them to 500. And then they just got to split Saturday and Sunday with the Tigers. And then they would win 3-4 out of four in the series and be at 500 heading into next week. So that's the goal right now. And I think that it's definitely attainable, especially with Jose Urania on the mound tonight. I'll talk about that a little bit more in the second segment. But let's go over the stats from last night real quick. Shamanaya looked great. I know that he gets a lot of crap from A's fans, but somewhat rightfully so, only because I don't know that he's the right guy on the mound if they're facing like the Astros or the Dodgers, but against teams that are not, you know, elite, he's actually a pretty decent pitcher, you guys. He went six innings against the Tigers last night, gave up five hits, two runs, and struck out seven on 82 pitches. He could have gone out there for another inning, but I think that, uh, the the, uh, the sixth inning for the Tigers did not do any favors because Tigers pitching was just walking everybody that inning. And uh, the A's put up some runs, not, not a ton of runs in that inning, but because of all those walks, Shum and I was sitting down for a long time. They're like, yeah, it's fine. You, you take the rest of the night off. You got your 82 pitches and you're good. Uh, on the other side of that was uh, Tarek Skubal. He went four innings, gave up only two hits, gave up two runs. He walked four, though. Uh, The A's got 12 walks in this game, which is a ridiculous amount of walks. Um, Yeah, good times. He also struck out five, so good for him. He's going to get there at some point, and if he can limit those walks a little bit, he's got some good stuff. He got the, uh, you know, one extra strikeout, then inning pitched, and that is something that you want to see from a starting pitcher for sure. So he works on a couple of little things. He might not be quite as refined as Casey Mize, but that is going to be a very nice one-two combination for Detroit coming up in the next couple of years here. So uh, that'll be fun. But my favorite thing about Chalmanaya in his six innings, he gave up one hard hit ball. That's one ball above 95 miles an hour. And he gave up one. Usually, like even like the best pitchers, they'll give up some hard contact, but it finds gloves. 
Uh, you'll see, you know, five, six for, you know, most starters. He gave up one ball last night. That is good, good stuff. Uh, Matt Olson and Jed Lowry each had three hard hit balls by comparison. And uh, that's that's really good. Uh, obviously, Jed Lowry, he's been destroying the baseball as of late. And that is why I called him a vampire as of a week ago. And nowadays you're seeing all these stats like, oh, look at his last seven games. I'm like, yeah, six of those games I've been calling him a vampire. And you see where that turned out because I, he had, you know, a couple of hard hit balls one game. And I, and I was like, oh, here's the correlation. People are on the IL. He's obviously getting his powers from somewhere. Vampire. Um, and then it just kind of evolved. And now he's doing really well and I can't stop. So Jed Lowry being a vampire, three hard hit balls. He's not going away. Matt Olson. I think he's about to start hitting the ball really, really well. I mean, he already did, but I think that the results are going to start being there for him and everybody's going to be on the Matt Olson MVP train. So that's going to be exciting. I also traded for him in my uh, in our Locked On Fantasy Baseball League. It, it, it took get me giving up Vlad Jr., and but I also got Dylan Bundy and I needed some pitching. So I was like, all right, I, I think that this might work. The original offer was ridiculous. He wanted to give me Jordan Alvarez and uh, Matt Olson and uh, Dylan Bundy. And I was like, that's that's too much. I, I can do something else, though, if you want. And he's also my boss. If it was like any of the other hosts, I would have been like, yes, no problem. But it's my boss. And I didn't want to screw him over too bad. So uh, that's beside the point, though. Let's keep going. Uh, Loriano and Chapman had two hard hit balls each, which, you know, again, good sign. Chapman didn't necessarily have like the big stats, but he, he did have that big double that, uh, you know, brought in a couple. So that was good. Chapman and Piscotti were the only two to not record a walk in the starting lineup for the A's. So I found that a little bit interesting. Also before Friday's game, the A's put, uh, Stephen Piscotti on the paternity list and recalled Vimeo Machin. Um, whether that means that Machin is going to be playing at shortstop tonight after Elvis Andrews took that ball off the, uh, the foot area uh, in last night's game, we will find out. But uh, maybe he needs a, a day off at this point, uh, Elvis Andrews, that is, because dude has been playing every day. He's been okay. He needs to get some more hits, though, and maybe getting a couple days off with Vimeo Machin around, maybe that would be the right thing for him to do right now. So we will find out a little bit more on that when the lineups get announced here in probably a couple hours. Um, other little things that I wanted to mention, uh, Loriano and Murphy were the only two players in the starting uh, lineup to not record a hit. And then I think that the, the big guy for the Tigers lineup, the one that everybody's been talking about, especially people that host this podcast, Akil Badu went 0 for 4 with three strikeouts. And if you remember last weekend, when the A's took two out of three from Houston, I said, keeping Jordan Alvarez off the base paths and having him strike out like six out of seven at-bats was a nice start to getting those two wins. And I think the same thing with Akil Badu. If you can keep him off the bases and have him strike out and not produce runs or anything like that, that is definitely a good sign for your team if you're going to be pulling out some victories. He had struck out a couple of times in the last two games against the Astros, but this is his first hat trick in strikeouts. So maybe he's getting, I think that the league's starting to figure him out a little bit and it's going to be, 
is he going to have a couple of home runs this weekend or is he going to strike out, you know, like 10 times and that w- which player are we going to be seeing? Is he figured out that much by the league right now or have the A's figured something out? Um, so that's going to be interesting to see because I think that if they can keep Akil Badu off the bases because he's been slugging the crap out of the ball, whether it be home runs or doubles or whatever, uh, game winning hits, keeping Akil Badu contained is a I know that he's a rule five pick and he's played two weeks in the majors, but it's like facing Randy Rosarena in the playoffs last year. You don't want to see him come up because he's going to do damage. And if the A's can limit him this weekend, I think they got a really, really good shot of going winning three out of four at the very least. So uh, that's it for last night's game coming up. I'm going to be going over the starters and what I think that the A's need to do moving forward this week or, you know, tonight to give them a better shot winning Uh, on Saturday and Sunday. So stay locked in with Locked On A's and I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy to her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast in the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. And with that, welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe or follow us wherever you like hearing podcasts. Leave us a rating and a review if your platform of choice allows you to do that. It's always very much appreciated. If you write some words, hopefully they're kind. I love reading nice things about myself. Uh, It's a nice confidence boost. Honestly, it feels great to know that people enjoy listening to the podcast. So uh, yeah, do that if you can. And if not, you can also reach out to me on Twitter. Twitter and, you know, tell me nice things. The show is at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at by Jason B on Twitter and in the Locker Room app. And if you have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So let's get into the starting pitchers. We'll start with tonight's guy, Jose Urania. Uh, he's 0-2 so far on the season with an 822 ERA and a 2.09 whip. That's the number that I want you to be looking at. That means that he allows... To, a, lot, a lot like Madison Bumgarner, allows two base runners per inning on average. That's not great. He's had two starts and he's gone seven and two-thirds innings pitched. So he's not going to be getting deep into this game if he continues to pitch the way that he has. And he has nine walks in those seven point seven and two-thirds innings. So he's, he's a walk machine. He's going to walk one person an inning on average. And... Uh, that, that's something that you want from an A's offense right now. So the goal tonight, a lot like last night with Tarek Skubal on the mound and a little bit of control issues for him. Skubal only went four innings. If we can get 
If the A's can get, I don't want to say we because that's annoying to me, but if the A's can get Jose Urania out in like the fourth inning, I think that that pays huge dividends on Saturday and Sunday when Casey Mize and Matthew Boyd are pitching because those two pitchers can go a little bit deeper into games. So at least getting a look at some at some of the bullpen guys, the the entire bullpen by the first two games would be a huge plus for the A's. And at the very least, you, you get them a little bit tired, but you want to get that look. If you get to them, sure, that's that's excellent. But you want to have a very recent example of what these guys look like. Like Gregory Soto, I don't think that the A's have seen him before. He's a heart-throwing lefty. He's pretty good. You might want to see him before those runs necessarily count. So hopefully the A's can work on Jose Urania's pitch count on Friday, get him out of the game, and then see that bullpen and tire them out. Basically, tire them out, get some looks at everybody in that bullpen, and then when if Casey Mize or Matthew Boyd go six, seven innings, and it's a tighter game where you need to score runs, you have that experience from just a day or two previous, and I think that that is how the A's potentially sweep. But I'll say three out of four because the the Tigers are a pretty decent team. They just swept the Houston Astros. Are they a 500 team? Maybe not quite, but they're probably like a 75 win team. So you can't sleep on those teams and you got to take the wins how you can get them. And I think that this is how you get them. You get, you already got to Tarek Skubal. They got some help with walks and got some guys in from the bullpen that way. But Jose Urania, also a walk guy, you got to capitalize on their bullpen tonight in order to set yourself up for success tomorrow and Sunday. That's my plan of attack right now. I know that you want to jump on pitches as early as you can sometimes, especially if a guy's having a hard time locating, you might get a fastball down the middle. Take advantage of those, obviously, but also work his pitch count. So that's my plan of attack for Friday night. So then on Saturday, we get Casey Mize against Cole Irvin. That should be a fun one. Oh, uh, Frankie Montas is starting tonight for the A's against Jose Urania. Just didn't say that. Figured I'd throw that in. So tomorrow, we got Cole Irvin and Casey Mize. Casey Mize had a really good start in his last outing against Houston. Uh, He went seven innings, gave up nothing, basically, and uh, struck out a bunch of guys. But on the season so far, he has 11 innings pitched, nine hits, one earned run, four walks, nine Ks. He's not a huge strikeout guy. But he has a nice four-pitch mix. He can throw it in the mid-90s with his fastball. And he likes to use the slider as a put-away pitch so far to righties. And I think that that is something that uh, maybe the A's have more of a lefty lineup, so he can't really utilize that slider as much. But the A's are going to have some righties in the lineup, obviously, because you got Ramon and Matt Chapman and a, a slew of other righties. I don't think Piscotti will be ready just yet. So you could go lefties in the outfield and all that stuff. And, you know, obviously Jeb Lowry is a lefty as well. So um, maybe Mitch Moreland's the DH by that point. That would be a nice bonus. They could have a nice lefty lineup, but there's going to be righties in there. And you got to be a little bit wary of that slider. Uh, also, his sinker has been hittable this season. So if he's Throwing some sinkers, maybe there's a chance in that regard. He hasn't thrown it a ton, but if it's working, then watch out because that has been a nice whiff pitch for him in the past. It just hasn't been working for him this season. So if he has a sinker working, the A's could be in for a long afternoon. And that might be why if you can keep if Cole Irvin can keep it close, which he has been doing fairly, you know, in his last start, he's pitched well. The bullpen's kind of hurt him a little bit, but if he can get, you know, five innings 
and give up one or two runs like he kind of has without the bull the bullpen allowing his the inherited runners to score then maybe it could be a very low scoring game and then the A's could win it late against the bullpen and that's why I want the A's to get to the bullpen uh, also, they got Matt, Matt Boyd, or Matthew Boyd, as some people call him, uh, on the docket for Sunday. He's going to be going against Chris Bassett. This should be a very interesting one, because Bassett has not had a lot of control the last couple of games, his last couple of starts, but he's he's getting there with his mechanics. He's He hasn't been there yet, but Matt Boyd has gone 19 and a third this season, giving up 16 hits, four runs. He has not allowed a home run, so the A's may actually have to do some hits, which is, which is fun. He, he's not a big walk guy. He is allowed five walks. He struck out 14, not a big strikeout guy either, but he keeps the exit velocity down by mixing speeds. And that could be a very tricky situation for the A's. Casey Mize is a little bit, he, his performance still fluctuates a little bit. So the A's may get not the same version that faced the Houston Astros just a few days ago. They may get the other fluctuation of Casey Mize in his development. You know, a lot like Jesus Luzardo, where he can be dominant for six, or he can go two and two-thirds and give up six. Uh, it, it's a little bit like that. Maybe not quite as as much fluctuation, but Casey Mize can be hittable potentially. But Matt Boyd, the way he's pitching right now, he's not allowing home runs. Uh, I think the average exit velocity against him is like 85 miles an hour, which is ridiculous. And he doesn't throw terribly hard. His fastball sits at 91 and a half. His slider is 79 and a half and his changeup is 79.7. So he also has a curve and a sinker that he will sprinkle in every now and then, but they're not, they're maybe like 15% of the time combined between the two. So it's not a huge pitch mix for him on those two, but the other three, he just changes speeds and keeps hitters off balance and makes it so that they can't square up his pitches. Maybe he runs into some trouble and the A's can capitalize on, you know, a ball or two here and there, but uh, he guys that change speeds like that are a little bit tricky for the A's sometimes. Also guys that throw really hard are a little bit tricky for the A's sometimes. So We'll see what happens on Saturday and Sunday. Um, I think that Chris Bassett can definitely hold down the Tiger lineup. So that one could be another pitcher's duel, which is why you got to get to the bullpen tonight. You want to see these guys and get that their mechanics in your brains if you're the A's hitters so that you can be prepared for success. Hopefully you go one for two against them. If you, you didn't get a hit on Thursday or Friday, hopefully that hit comes on Saturday or Sunday. And that's the goal right now. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it all works out. But that is my plan for the A's this weekend. Um, coming up, I'm going to talk about the Twins just a minute just because they are the A's next opponent. And uh, on Monday, I'll be doing a crossover with Nash Walker, the host of the Locked On Twins podcast, getting you guys ready for that series as a whole. But I got a couple of notes on the Twins. They haven't been playing well. So we're going to talk about that. So stay locked in with Locked On A's, and I'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you guys by the best tasting protein bar ever. That is right. We are talking about Built Bar, my friends. And the new and improved Built Bar is even more deliciouser. They have 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. They got six new flavors like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. They still got their original 12 flavors like banana bread, salted caramel, and double chocolate. And all of their bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. They're protein bars that taste like candy bars. And all of the Built Bars are built for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Their bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for the keto diet. 
So all you got to do to get your hands on some of these delicious treats is go to BeltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15. You will get 15% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BeltBar.com. Today's episode is also brought to you guys by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to place a bet on all of your sports action. The NBA is in full swing. They're getting hot right now. It's almost playoff time, you guys. The NHL, same thing. But baseball is the one that we all listen to because we like baseball. This is a baseball podcast. And I just checked out the, the A's futures for if they can win the AL pennant. And they are currently getting odds of plus 2,200 which is not great. They are tied with the Cleveland Indians, and uh, the only teams below them are the Mariners, Orioles, Royals, Tigers, and Rangers. That is not where you want to be if you were the A's. The Rays are at plus 1,400, and they're in a much tougher division, so uh, good luck with all of that. Uh, if you want to place a bet on the A's, and if you put $100 down on the A's, you win 2,200 if they win the AL ch uh, championship and go to the World Series. So uh, they don't have to win the World Series. They just got to win the American League. I'm not saying put money down, that much money down, but if you want to put like a five bucks on it, that's a nice return on investment, I say, because the A's, obviously, best team in the league. <laughs> but if baseball is not your thing and the other sports aren't your thing, then you can also place bets on awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it is the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. All you got to do is head on over to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Promo code locked on. So you enter that promo code locked on and you get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And that's why everybody says that Bet Online are your online sportsbook experts. Be a waiver wire winner with the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast. It is a daily fantasy baseball podcast hosted by veteran fantasy analyst Scott Cullen, who uses data and nearly two decades of fantasy baseball experience to offer these strategies and waiver wire pickups that lead to league wins. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. And with that, welcome back to the Locked On A's Podcast. You can follow us wherever you want to hear a podcast as well. Uh, you can also follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at by Jason B on Twitter and in the Locker Room app. And if you have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. And we do five shows a week. It's usually Monday through Friday. That, those, those are the days that we record. But if you want to hear some A's news during the weekend, uh, that's why you want to follow me on social media because that's where I do the A's weekend news. And unless you want to wait for Monday, but like this coming Monday, we're doing a series preview. I'm not going to be going over the weekend series as much. I'm trying to get you guys ready for what I think is going to happen, but uh, I will regret my mistakes on Twitter, uh, which is a terrible place to admit that you were ever wrong. So uh, follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and uh, or me at by Jason B on Twitter. So uh, with that, let's get into a, a quick, a very quick series preview with the Twins. I'm going to give you guys what I think the pitching matchups are because they have not been announced. And then also the hitter that you got to watch out for right now. Uh, so far, the, the Twins had a double header on Wednesday. And both of those starters should be pitching against the A's because there will be enough rest. I don't know who's going to be starting which game, though. Because it's Kenta Maeda and uh, Jose Barrios. And both of those guys are definitely very good starters in their rotation. So they're going to be starting. Um, I don't know who's going to be starting Monday, who's going to be starting Tuesday. 
it, it doesn't really matter. I think that I'd like to see Luzardo and Barrios on Monday personally, just because they're both young guys, and that'd be a fun matchup, more so than Kenta Maeda and uh, Jesus Luzardo. And also, I think that the A's might have a better chance if it's Barrios instead of Maeda, because Maeda... Uh, he might not give you a ton of innings, but he's going to be really effective for like five, maybe six innings. And uh, he's a scary guy. They've both been pitching fairly well. Brio's got a little bit knocked around against the Red Sox in his last start in that uh, second game of the doubleheader. But other than that, you know, he's still got like a 3-3 ERA, so he's doing just fine. And then the fourth starter, or the, the third starter, I'm sorry, that they would have would be Michael Pineda. You know, the guy that put pine tar on his neck like six years ago. That Michael Pineda, he still pitches. And in his last start, I think he went seven shutout innings against the, the Red Sox that stopped the Twins losing streak at five. They'd also not been playing well, but we'll see how they do this weekend. They're facing the Angels, so... I mean, hopefully they do well and then get those wins out of their system and then they're not like hungry when they come to Oakland. But at the same time, hopefully the Angels don't win either because they're currently in first place and feeling themselves a little bit too much for being the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. So uh, we got to knock them down a peg too. Um, they'll play the A's at some point. It'll be a lot of fun. But the So the pitching matchups are either Maeda against Luzardo or Barrios against Luzardo. And then the second game on Monday would be Shamanaya against whoever doesn't start that first game. And then it's going to be Frankie Montas against uh, Michael Pineda in the finale on Wednesday. So that is what's coming up on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, pitching-wise. But the batter that you got to watch out for, it's not even the bringer of rain. He's been on the IL most of the season and hasn't played a whole ton to the detriment of one of my fantasy teams, or a couple maybe. Um, it, it's actually Byron Buxton. Byron Buxton is the guy that you got to watch out for. This it could be his breakout season right now. He's currently rated at top 1% in baseball in barrels. So he's making solid contact right now. You don't want that. He's in the top 2% in exit velocity. He's crushing the ball. And then he's also, he has a hard hit rate of 69.2. I know that these all complement each other and those are complementary stats, but... 69.2 hard hit percentage. That is ridiculously high. Uh, the one bright side is he will chase balls out of the strike zone. So so maybe against Jesus Luzardo, who's had a little bit more of an issue controlling his pitches, maybe that could actually help him out against Byron Buxton. We will find out on Monday because uh, that's who the A's are throwing. But And then Frankie Montas, if he has that splitter working, I think that it's going to eat up uh, Byron Buxton. So uh, we'll see. It, it should be a very interesting matchup. The A's and Twins always feel like very comparable teams, uh, you know, uh, Talent-wise, uh, neither team necessarily does well in the playoffs, but they're good and win their division sometimes. So they're comparable teams in that regard. Um, and usually it's, you know, a fairly even season series. They'll usually split or go 4-2 or something like that. So uh, hopefully the A's get their uh, two out of three here in Oakland and uh, the A's can start working towards having at least a 500 uh, month of April. That would be great. And then coming up next week, they also got... Uh, a series against the Baltimore Orioles. I'll be talking to Connor Newcomb of Locked On Orioles to get you guys ready for that one too. Hopefully that's a bunch of wins on the board. Uh, so we'll see. But that is all that I got for you guys today. Uh, we got three against the Tigers coming up. Should be an entertaining series. And I'm going to be going live on the Locker Room app on Saturday at 1 p.m. So make sure to download the app. Follow me on Locker Room.
room and I'll alert you guys when I go live. I'll tweet about it when I go live. So uh, we can all watch the Casey My Show and see what he's up to because uh, I'm very intrigued. And also Cole Irvin, our, our dear, dear friend of the podcast. Great dude. Uh, he's going to be going against Casey Mize and we'll see if uh, he can sprinkle some showers on that, that ray of sunshine that they got over there in Detroit. So it should be a lot of fun. So make sure to join us. We'll be live for like 45 minutes to an hour or something like that. Like the first two to three innings or something. And then, uh, then we can all go about our weekends. So, uh, that's all I got for you guys today until next time, stay indoors and celebrate good times. Oakland keep wearing those masks. And I will talk with you guys on Monday.